here I am in the place to be. Mr. K and B, you can't fuck with me. Extra sexy, extraordinary. Palms are hairy. Your mama pop. What up, y'all? Can't be the sexy ninja. And I'm Doug. Uh, <laughs> we're a little late. But we are going to talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi, the last two episodes, part five and six. And I will say this off the bat, the best of the sixth. Yeah. I mean, I don't, not that it was a bad show, but I don't think that's like really a high bar. I think it was better than pretty much any individual episode of the Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Um, it, it was like, what did I say? That was the most Star Wars yeah. I ever got in Star Wars mm-hmm. just because with these new shows, because I just heard Andor... Has is going to be two seasons, twelve episodes each. I couldn't care much less about Andor to be honest. And I'm just like you, you're giving me something that I'm like, okay, that's cool, but it's nothing I really asked for yeah. for a show that I already know this character's fate. Even though that's sort of like with Obi Wan and Boba Fett, but but, but Obi Wan has one season. Boba Fett technically play, takes place after his fate. Yeah. So we got to see a little more in the. Uh, because it's, I mean, the cool thing about Boba Fett, at least, was in the Legends comics, you know, he lived. You didn't really know he lived in Disney's universe. Yeah, So it's, it's nice to have, like, confirmation on that. But we got that in The Mandalorian, of course. Yeah, but, but um, um, real quick before we start, um, did you watch that Clark's 3 trailer? No, I haven't watched that yet. Okay, you need to, because I would love <laughs> to talk about it. Um, very meta. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I got to say with his last two episodes, I really enjoyed the fact that we got to see more Vader and Obi-Wan, you know, coming at each other. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed that aspect, especially with the battle when he cut his helmet. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not your failure, Obi-Wan. You know, mm-hmm. Anakin's no longer here. And it's just like, damn. Yeah. No, and it's, it, it, <laughs> it is funny a bit that it's trying to backtrack on so many things that were like slight i don't want to say plot holes but slight issues a lot of people had with the original trilogy and stuff like that like at least a new hope when obi-wan calls him darth or justifying when obi-wan says that vader killed anakin skywalker and you're like "Uh." i kind of got that a long time ago when i watched the prequels because i had an imagination yeah, I didn't need it kind of fed. You know what I mean? Like, well, no, it's 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 the the it takes away honestly. I think from a little bit of in Return of the Jedi when Obi Wan's explaining it when it's just like, well, it was true from a certain point of view, and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. you did not need to show us. It's it's honestly, it's like Rogue One. Oh my god, with the plans. No, no, no. just just <laughs> that's all I'm saying. It's like that with the plans, where we had our imagination of how that was and they put it on you know this is how it is and you're like okay was that necessary though well that that goes into also we need something new we can't backtrack even though andor is something new it's also something that i was just like when they announced that he had a show i was like ah and they're like it's gonna be like the jason Bourne. Of Star Wars, you know, and I'm like, what? Do what does that want Jason Bourne in Star Wars? What does that fucking mean? <laughs> yeah. Isn't isn't Jason Bourne of Star Wars pretty much just like any of the Jedi characters? Because <laughs> they're like, oh, well, I think more or less like spy thriller, you know, like mm. 
I don't know. We'll see. I know we'll watch it. Yeah. I just, you know, to be completely honest, D- Disney in multiple facets, but specifically of Star Wars is losing me a lot in all of this stuff where it's, they're telling stories from inside this universe where we already know what's going on. Yeah. Like, to legends, to comics, to just even straight out nerd talk. You know, yeah. like we stand in front of the theater like, oh man, I wonder how this happened. And that imagination of ours is, uh, you know, thinking of all these things. Do you think like that's what I'm? I'm scared for for kids today, especially my kids of the future. That imagination, being creative, is not going to be a a thing. And you know, like especially when it comes to cult, nerd culture and into like talking about movies and stuff like that, and everything's kind of just fed. I think speculation, not necessarily imagination, but speculation is going to go further and further because, you know, it's it's on that idea of there will always be imagination. That's just a part of being human. But as far as the means and ability to speculate in how we are, um, how something is, you know, because there's years and years ago, people would talk about, you know, well, what is the force? And they tried to scientifically explain that. So that speculation kind of went out the window. Metaclarians. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what happened, you know, uh, to Luke after the Death Star exploded? Well, we had the Legends comics, but, you know, we also had speculation. And then, no. Like, that's what's being taken away is the ability in a, in a canonical thing to, you know, speculate further... Without there being concrete, like, this is exactly what happened. So, you know, it's, it's you know, in movies, we enjoy a lot of what something means. You know, you watched the end of uh, Infinity War. That snap. When everyone disappeared, we were just like, oh, shit, what does this mean? Man, I just remember, like, and there was no mid-credit. There was no end credit scene. Well, there was a mid credit. There was was there the Captain Marvel thing with Nick Fury with the pager. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't that towards the end though? No, I'm fairly certain that was mid credit. Man, I don't know are, if it was a busy street. I know. I don't know if it was. I don't. It was one of the credit scenes though. I think because... it was the end because there was nothing in the. I know there was nothing in the middle okay. because that, those credits just rolled on and we're like, what? What is? Is, yeah. is, is this over? And yeah. the, and that somber. Like silence of music that was you know it was it was like wait oh my god what happened no I think I think you're right I think it was end credits I think the very last thing on the screen is that Captain Marvel pager pick and then gone yeah he's like oh yeah but mother yeah and you know I was you know real quick sidebar I was talking to somebody about Marvel and everyone's like yeah I'd watch this Uh, Doctor Strange was okay blah 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 and I was just like my problem is where are we going. Yeah, no, that is, that's the truth. Is as far as as far as big time things in Marvel, the only anything we got was in the Loki show with King the Conqueror. Yeah. Besides that, we've gotten Multiverse of Madness ended with a did Scarlet Witch blow herself up? Did she not? Thing and then American Chavez being part of the Sorcerers. Then you cut to Spider Man No Way Home. That ends with just Spider-Man story being reset. Yeah. And, so. Yeah, and that's the problem that I have. It's like, I was like, I don't know where we're going. Like, with the last three phases, like, well, you know, the first three phases is like we were building to Endgame. It, it was we're, the Infinity Saga. Yeah, we were building to this this mega ending, 
And now it just feels like we're par- uh, um, cherry picking what we can of characters to throw out there and throw at people that have no real connection. Well, you know what? Let's let's take that because we are talking about Star Wars. We're supposed to yeah. talk about Star Wars. Let's take that to Star Wars with Episode Seven, Eight, and Nine. Yeah, where, well, where we kind of lost focus on all of that because in Episode Seven, you have oh my gosh, they have Star Killer Base. Oh, it's gone. Okay, well, um, <laughs> they what just, about the First Order? They just have weird plan. They got weird planners who build these things that just the overlooks. <laughs> yeah, well, but then then in Episode Eight, it's oh, you know. Supreme Leader Snoke is dead. So where are we going in all of this? Kylo Ren is in charge. Kylo Ren, for the most part, has been the one in charge in both these movies. Like, the first movie was, like, 90% Kylo being in charge. And then when we go to episode 9, it's like, oh, Palpatine's back. You're like, where the fuck did this come from? (laughs) It was like, I remember uh, Force Awakens. I was like, oh. I remember losing my buzz, like, my high, when Han died. I was like, oh. Oh. We killed Han. Okay, I I guess so. We won't see them all back together again. You know, we saw him and Leia. That's cool, but I want Luke there too. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, fine, whatever. Then the third, the second one rolls around. They're like, uh, Snoke dead. You're like, oh, well, then what was his fucking purpose? Like, yeah. no, <laughs> well, it, it, like going going to all of the other things. Uh, uh, we'll go in chronological chronological order. Episode one, Palpatine was, like, obviously evil in that first one, and you see him still around at the end, like, like puppeteering everything. Episode 2, Count Dooku even escapes, and they're left at their lowest. Episode 3 happens, and then Palpatine actually takes over. And, like, there was never a part where there wasn't an established threat going on. Then you go to episode 4, they blew up the Death Star, but they were aware that the Empire still existed. And, at the end of that, they were just on, like, they were the resist rebel blah, blah, sorry resistance and rebellion the rebellion was there episode five they end up on a losing note like han frozen in carbonite luke lost his arm and got his ass kicked by vader the fleet of rebellion uh, rebels they're on the run then episode six ends on a happy note the em- the empire has been destroyed they killed the emperor they blew up the second death star and they for all intents and purposes killed darth vader I really, I've been reading deep into how the First Order was born. It really doesn't make sense. Because, like, yeah, they're just, they're basically just piggybacked and they're like, ah, oh, we're now the First Order. That's why when, um, in the Rise of Skywalker, execute the final order. I'm like, really? Yeah. We could, we could be like a little bit more clever with that. Like, you yeah. know, Order 66, but you're going to be like, we have the First Order and we have the Final Order. Yeah, no. No, and. <laughs> But, but that's the thing, is like episode 7, 8, and 9 lost so much focus on kind of what telling the story was. Where it's, you know, because it, it was a story of Ray, a lot about Ray. Was it though? Well, I mean, the, the first <laughs> they, one they, was. They, the, the first one, definitely, we got introduced to this new character, Ray, Finn, Poe, who was supposed to be our new uh, Luke, Han, and Leia. You know, the, then in the second one, they're like, let's split them up. And let's give you a character that doesn't mean shit named Rose that everyone's going to hate. And well, then they also gave us DJ. Yeah, who DJ, meant so who meant shit. Then Admiral Holdo. Uh, then who meant uh, a lot. 
you built up uh, Phasma as this like ultimate fucking trooper. Did they? No. The, the, Did remember they? The, the trailers though. Remember how they're like, oh my god, we got a silver one. Oh yeah, we got this this badass right here. See, and fucking- I was kind of hoping to be completely honest. Sorry, real quick to interject yeah. on Phasma. I was really hoping that the armorer from the Mandalorian was Phasma. Like, because this takes place between episodes uh, oh. three and, or sorry, uh, six and seven. Yeah. That she ended up joining the First Order. And that's why she's wearing, you never see your face. And she's always wearing the, what looks to be Beskar armor. You know what that is, right? It's not Beskar. I know no. it's not. But it's, um, um, she took it off, uh, a Naboo, the Naboo ship. Like, uh, remember the big silver? Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, well, um, not Padme's, obviously, because yeah, that had its own story behind it. But. Yeah, so uh, that's where... Well, they kind of try to connect that, because uh, I read the Phasma book, mm-hmm. and um, that was a thing. Yeah. And that's where she got her armor, because she she grew up in this, like, uh, basically... Nade, like Basically, like, Thrawn. Remember how Thrawn was, like, in the jungle? Like, mm-hmm. like they explained he came from the jungle and stuff like that. That's yeah. where she came from, more of a savage planet like that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the the Empire came, and then she, like... You find out that she just likes to so play like, people. like Tarkin, too, then. Yeah, like Tarkin. Like, all of the people that are in charge need to come from, except for Husk, or Huck, Hux? Hux. Is it Hux? I think it's Hux. That's uh, Hux. Um, but, yeah, so, but with the sequel trilogy, um, it, it, and then you get to the third one, and it's kind of like, oh, you know what, fuck the rest of the story. We're just going to say Palpatine's back. We're going to make sure that you understand that at the end of this movie, she's a Skywalker because she just claims it by name. By name. And yeah. everything that you wanted in the return of everybody. And no, you know, and I know it was sad when Carrie passed away. Very, very sad. Very sad. And you couldn't do anything about that. Like, they. You know, they had to write Leia off in some form or way. And it was it was weird, but it was kind of like, okay, here we go. Because you, in the last one, you're like, oh, no, we, we're going to show her use her Force powers. And the Mary Poppins memes that came from that. Um, you know, I really love Princess Leia as a character. Leia Organa. That's a lot of cards. Uh, Leia Organa as a character. It just kind of makes me so sad that the only bit of any training we ever get from her is that one blaster shield covered thing in the forest with her and Luke oh running around and yeah. then she decided yeah I don't want to do this no more yeah I don't want to do this no more and you're like okay well uh um no 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 and that's and, and I'm just glad they didn't Peter Cushing's it from the uh Rogue One oh where where they just make the CGI person and you're like <laughs> um which again is what they I know what they did in the Mandalorian. Or, well, it's uh, kind of what they did with um, the, with with Leia because there were scenes that they had to shoot and they used her daughter. Yeah, yeah, you know, and you can obviously tell there were scenes that they took from other shots mm-hmm. that were like, okay, that I know Ray's talking to Leia, but I know Ray that she that's not a scene that where she's talking to somebody. You know, mm-hmm. see, and I really, well, man, we are way off subject. I mean, we're in the same universe, but still off subject. But I really wish they had simply... Because she passed before The Last Jedi came out. If they just let her pass away when Kylo shot her in space. Just ended that there. And Ooh, then... really turning him to... Like, I remember, like, that scene right there when he was about to blast him. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, dog, you just killed your dad. Now you're going to fucking kill your mom. I'm like, how dark are we going to go with this character, you know? And... But, but then he doesn't do it. And then someone else shoots it and blows it up. So I feel like that, if that had killed his mom... 
could have built some resentment in him between him and the First Order. And then ultimately one of the reasons he kills Snoke is because, you know, it was one of Snoke's troopers that killed his mom. I remember in Force Awakens, I was like, who's the Snoke guy? Everyone was like that. Yeah, we were all like, God damn, he looks so eerie and this and that. Cut in half. Sliced in half. And you're like, is is he... Is he actually dead? Oh, he's actually dead. Oh, no. Uh, Palpatine made him. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's a clone of... Yeah. He's a mini clones of clones. And... Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but, no. So, ultimately, we're talking about all things that are kind of wrong with Star Wars. But, Obi-Wan, I feel... I don't want a season two. No, me neither. <laughs> I, I, But there's talks of a season two. Yeah. It's because it's popular. Yeah. That's that's the dumb thing, is something is popular, and even I, though a second season doesn't make sense, they want to make a freaking second season. I feel satisfied with what I got. Yeah. That was a one-shot story that I got, and even though I bitched about the whole Leia thing, those last two episodes made up for all of that because I was like, okay, this is what I came here for. Mm-hmm. I want to see the, the, the almost final, second to final chapter of these two characters and Obi-Wan officially being like, I lost my brother. I lost him. He's officially gone. I, and he, when Aunt, uh, Darth tells him, this, I, I am not your failure. Mm-hmm. You know, I killed Anakin. What's left is what you see. Yeah. See, so, and I, I really, really enjoyed that. And if they were going to make something, I really, and I know this sounds, this may sound stupid, but I really wish they'd just make live action versions of the Star, or of the um, uh, Darth Vader uh, comic book series. Oh, yeah. Like, if you're going to take something from this, like, take Darth Vader, and because, you know, he has, like, reasons why he is the way he is. Yeah, the, the, the first, uh, uh, Charles Soule's uh, first arc of Vader. Uh, what did he do the first? I know, I, I think, I know he's doing the current one. But the first arc they did for Marvel, for Darth Vader, was really fucking cool. Because they started with, like, I, right, it happens right after. 66. Yeah, after 66. And then he's slowly going through these little mini adventures of being tested by Palpatine. And then it finally comes all the way around where he's like... He accepts who he is, and he says, fuck Anakin. And then that weird thing of, like, Palpatine, ah, I made you, you know. Yeah, well, also, also the, like, it's, it's, you build that bridge, it makes a lot more understanding of why, like, because it would involve Boba Fett, which would be pretty cool, because that's how he finds out who, who Luke Skywalker is. You know, you go through that arc, and then he's just like, oh, who blew up the Death Star? I want to find out who it is. Goes to Boba Fett, and it's like, Someone named Skywalker. And he's like, Skywalker? And he's like, oh, okay. So I was lied to by the person that I trusted the most, who was also a Dark Lord, but let's go beyond that. So Palpatine. Uh. <laughs> so you told me that my wife died? Well, you didn't tell me about my freaking kids. Kid. Well, That's, he only okay, knew about the kid. one at the time. He's like, Ah, yes, uh, we, the Empire's been paying the child support. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but it's, it's like even, even some of the more, like when he, how he gets his lightsaber. Like how he, um, he goes and fights that gray Jedi, he kills him without a lightsaber, and then takes his lightsaber and makes it bleed. Like, there's so many cool things that are explained in the comic books that aren't explained in the movies that I would really love to see, and let's be honest... If it's Vader, you don't got to worry about the actor aging. Yeah, and, you know, there's a lot of things in between um, the original and the sequel trilogy. And 
it's just like, well, what's what's after? Because we keep going backwards. Like for you know, just do you the, want Ray to be a mentor character to a new generation of Jedi? I don't think she's. I don't think uh, we're ever going to see Ray in a maybe yeah. maybe later on as a nostalgia thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't think that's going to happen because I know Daisy Ridley has gotten a little bit of the curse mm-hmm. along with John Boyega. The only person that's made out is um, uh, Oscar Isaac. Yeah, <laughs> which is well, which is funny because that's how the original one went too. Yeah, huh, where, where uh, Harrison uh, Ford was uh, like, yeah, they're they're human stand-in, not the Jedi or the well, I guess both of them are probably jedi in this one but yeah that's that's hilarious to me and john biega leaving such a having such a bad taste in his mouth after the rise of skywalker well i'll and be then, honest like, like he got shafted for most of it when we're talking about like oh they didn't do anything like okay first movie ray did something second movie they tried to force finn to do something but it was something that made absolutely no difference whatsoever it wasn't no 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 no, it's it because like they want i don't know what they were trying to accomplish with the whole fact that like hey Let's team him up with this person, and he's supposed to learn something from this person. And God, this I, I it's a fucking memory that'll burn him inside my head when she makes him crash. Yeah, when she tackles, <laughs> she pretty much ship tackles him when he's trying to sacrifice himself to blow up the Death Star laser. Which, let's be honest, there were better ways they could have done that. There, there were legitimately better and ways she could have done that. Was the stupid line, uh, wars. Love or something like that. I thought it was something about sacrifice isn't worth it if um, we're just sacrificing ourselves for nothing or something like that. Like something really. I know stupid. love was in there. I know the yeah. word love was in there, and I'm like, this is war, <laughs> Star yeah, no. Wars. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's also like it's from that point on, he makes almost no difference in the entirety of the plot that couldn't be just replaced by some other character. Yeah, and like especially especially in the next one, and then that weird like subplot of like. Oh yeah, we are other. We're other troopers who are kind of force sensitive, and we just got out, and you know, and really nothing on them, and that weird creepiness at the end where Lando's like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I don't know my people. Well, let's find out. And you're like, what does that mean? Uh... <laughs> but uh, I am excited. There's a new book out. Uh, mm-hmm. It's called uh, I forgot the name. Something Sith, but it deal. It talks about um, Luke and Lando going after that dagger. Mm-hmm. So their little adventure there. So we get a little bit. Ba- I'm gonna get a little bit of backstory there. It doesn't matter at this point, but it's just something I was like, okay, I want to. I want to see a Luke and Lando team up, yeah, especially so- in current canon. Yeah, no, it, it's it's just it's just so hard when you're just like, look, I would love love to have all these stories about Luke and all these stories about Leia and all these stories about um, Han, but stories is all they need to be don't adapt it for a movie like i feel i do feel like mark hamill um carrie fisher obviously which is a sad thing to say but in harrison ford no more no more on the screen stuff for them because it kind of demysticizes the stuff as you have these people like it's 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 this thing where you just it's the undertaker again where you just, just see keep this, using him and using him because he's an established name that everybody loves, and you just watch them get older and older, and it's just harder to watch. It's the same thing with Patrick Stewart. Like I love Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart, Sir Patrick Stewart, is probably my favorite actor from my youth, more than Mark Hamill, more than anybody else. He is probably my favorite actor, and now I see him on screen, and I'm just like, please stop. I like if oh, you yeah, love this. To, what I've been trying to make you watch Picard. Yeah. Which is why that's not working, is because it absolutely shreds my heart. It's like Logan. Like, but he's supposed to look old in Logan, and that's for a reason. 
but it's like all of this current stuff with with Star Trek and I don't Hold know. On. You got a busy street, my friend. <laughs> but it's all of this stuff that with these older actors coming back again and again and again. And if they really love it, that's awesome. But me as a consumer, I just watch that. Me as a fan too. I just watch that and it just hurts my heart every time I see well, these people know, getting older and older and Someone older. talked about recasting and I was like, uh, I think we tried that with Solo. We also and, tried that with X-Men. Yeah, we, we tried that before. I'm talking about with Star Wars. You know, yeah. remember that? I remember like, oh, the sacrilege of Solo and stuff like that. And, uh, and another actor who got the curse, even though he was playing somebody that got out of the curse... <laughs> Um, but he. I actually don't. Who is the actor from that? I don't. I Alden, don't remember his name. Alden Ed, Eldrick? Eldrick. I know something of that nature. Yeah. But it, and it's 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 all of this th- stuff though, where like you look at these actors as they're getting older and older and older, and they're you know yes, their purpose is to play an older actor, but it's just as that role, it really demystif- demysticizes it. And it's really hard to watch. And you know what? If they keep doing it, that's fine on them. I'm just going to stop watching it, unfortunately. And it's, but it's, it's what they're doing with the universe too. Is when we were younger, like there was the Legends comics. Yeah. And there were the not comics, the Legends books. Books. And and that was cool. But if you just wanted to watch Star Wars as a single entity, you just had you know three to six episodes, depending on what the year was. Yeah. (laughs) And. That was all there was. You got to make speculation about or when the special things. features dropped. Remember how like and all the little tidbits of that when that came out, and I remember being like, oh, watching that little documentary and not documentary, that little snippet and starting. Like, oh yeah, we changed this, we changed this, we changed this, blah 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 blah. Then you watch it like, oh, it doesn't look as good, you know. But still, there was things that like that that kept our imaginations going because there was a, a dark time when Star Wars. There was no Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Now, no, but that's but now we have more Star Wars than but that's that's than ever that's now. That's not a problem though, having not as much of it, because it allows you to feel connected to the parts there are. Yeah, because what's next? We got Andor and Ahsoka's is coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the uh, Republic fighter, uh, what is it called? Uh, I know Tales of the Jedi is a thing. Yeah, no, there was the one that was gonna have. What was her name? Gina Davis or whatever was gonna have her Republic Commando or whatever, but then they recast it. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, Ranger, not Rangers. Um, I thought it was Republic something. I know what you're talking about. That that that. Yeah, Gina Carano's uh, show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She ain't getting that back. Yeah, no. But it, and but Mando it, season three. Yeah. Why? Why'd you say yeah? Well, I want more Mando. I I think that was the one of the best things they've put out. It is, but. Do we want them to keep putting more and more out until it starts sucking horrendously? I think Favreau and um, Filoni won't let that happen, especially with that character. Because this, oh, you could tell the differences with these shows, especially, like, I feel the love and tenderness of um, the Mando, Mando show than with the Boba Fett show, you had Rodriguez's hands in it. Robert Rodriguez. So... 
you could tell there was a different style of what they were trying to do with that show. Yeah, but the Mando used to have like a different director in every single episode. Yeah, but the creative team, like, would you, you would give somebody a show and be like, okay, this person's going to direct, this person's going to direct, but I am the ultimate creator of this and I approve yes or no. Like how George stepped back from directing after the first one because he was like, that sucked. I don't want to do that again. I'm going to be a producer. I'm going to be the writer. I'm going to be the guy, you know. It still doesn't stop it over time. Because if you look at, I mean, DC, or you look at some of the stuff that Marvel has released in the more recent times with Kevin Feige, and you're just like, you're just trying to put stuff out now. You don't care as much about the quality. The people that have to care about it are the directors. And you get a lot of people that are just like, this is a payday. Like, I'm just going to use this. Or, yeah. or they listen to what they're like, this is the intended idea of what the MCU is supposed to be. And like, yeah, I don't care. This is my movie. Like, that's that to me is Eternals in a nutshell. Fuck is where, like, is, have you even seen it? Huh? Have you even seen it yet? Yeah. Okay. I did. You, you I, know, when it came out in theaters, you were just like, should I go see it? And I was like, eh. No, it, we, we watched it as soon as it hit Disney+. Plus. Uh, and, like, I... Afterwards, I was like, well, "Right, you bought it too." No, well, I bought it before I saw it. I, you, you went to go see it, and you're like, "Ah!" And I was like, "Oh, well, I ordered the steel book." And you're like, "I ordered the steel book too." And then they it, hit Disney Plus, and we watched that Disney Plus. And me and the wife were like, "This sucks ass." Yeah. And then fast forward months later, totally forgot about it. It, it showed. It up. showed up, and I was like, "Oh yeah." yeah. I ordered this paperweight. Well, but it's it, but it's. I mean, there are a few movies that have come out that you're just like, okay, well, it's awesome that you got to. It's awesome that you got to express your creative intent. Too bad your creative intent does not fit the tone or anything to this universe. I mean, to be completely fair, that's also Doctor Strange in a nutshell too. No, and that's the thing. That's why we we're talking. I was talking about with some coworkers. I was like, where are we going? There's the, like, yeah. at, it's just like, okay, here's a cool adventure, blah, blah, this happens, no one really learns anything, here you go, um, alright, on to the next movie. And it's like, well, you know, we used to build the things mm-hmm. that, that, because, yeah, Kane the Conqueror was mentioned a long time ago, y'all never mentioned him again, nope. you know, and we got Loki season two coming around the corner, and it's just like, what, now, and it's, it's to what you're saying, Making content just to make content because they got a subscription service they have to keep going and throwing characters who who they hope stick because I'm hearing terrible things about She-Hulk, you yeah. know. And well, I mean, you look at you look at it from our perspective. The first one we got, WandaVision, that was good. That was good. But if you look at it as a story leading into anything else, it led into Doctor Strange, but it only led into Doctor Strange in like the last two episodes. Well, it led into Doctor Strange after a long period of time of not watching WandaVision. Like, yeah. <laughs> because um, somebody asked me, he's like, do I need to watch anything before I see Doctor Strange? I was like, you need to watch WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Just so you can get, like, why she's crazy at this point. But it's, it's only the end. Like, it's, it's See, the funny thing is, it's only, like, the thirty last 30 seconds of the movie in the end credit trailer that has anything really to do with um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Because... Technically speaking, up until that point when she was reading the Dark Hole, she got over everything. And then it goes back to that, and you're just like, okay, I guess we learned no lessons because of an evil book. Yeah, so we got Thor. Yeah. And I hope Thor... I'm not as worried about Thor as most of the other ones, simply because of Taika Waititi. Like, Ragnarok, he did a very good job of giving his own touch to it while still 
kind of leading into what Marvel's sort of been making Thor into. Oh man, that Taika's on my strike list already. Because I, in the movie Free Guy, remember I hated you did hate his guy. fucking character. Yeah, and the, yeah, I, but the, yeah. no, okay. In Lightyear, I didn't know he was in Lightyear. I haven't seen Lightyear. Yet. And he's and his character is the guy that fucks up everything. Mm. Which I understand you gotta have the character for comedy, you know, sake to fuck up things and whatnot. But not every fucking ten seconds you fuck up something over and over again. And it stops being funny. Mm-hmm. And you're like, stop fucking up. And then at the end of the movie, I was complaining about it to um, the the wife. And she goes, you know that was Taika, right? And I'm like, wow. How did you not know that was Taika? Taika doesn't do a voice. Taika sounds like Taika all the time. I think it was more or less everything this character did. I was like... Please, please don't be Taika. Please don't be what my brain is telling me. Yeah, this and I'm like, what the fuck? God, quit fucking up. I know every fuck up is leading to push the story in a weird way, but... It's dumb. Yeah. Like, you know. Well, and that's, I am, but I am hoping, because his, his artistic touch is very good. Yeah, I give really me more directing that. Taika. Don't and give me acting Taika. Well, and that's why I hope Korg is not a huge, huge part of this movie. It that really was my seems, worry. That's well, my worry. And it really seems like he's not. It seems like he's going to be more um, background to Thor's story and Jane's story. And yeah, he is going to be there. But I, again, I'm just hoping it's not... Korg, starring Thor, like, and that's if he does that, then, I, then yes, he will be on my shit list. Like, it, it will be. So, he's that kind of selfish director where you see other directors put themselves in their movies, and they do it as a side character that yeah may affect the plot a little bit, but isn't like overshadowing everyone. Like you know, my favorite. Who's your favorite director who's in their own movies? Favorite director that's in their own movies, yeah, like starring roles or something like that. Well, it doesn't have to be starring Rocky? roles. Just, I mean, is is Sylvester Stallone? Well, Stallone didn't direct the first one. He directed the two, three, and four. Yeah, is that is that your favorite actor who is in their own movies? That's a big question. That's a good podcast, though. Mine is Mel Brooks. <laughs> Mel Brooks in his own movies. His movies are delightfully hysteric, but he never puts himself as such a big role. That he overshadows any part of the movie. So he that is that is what I feel like someone who is directing the movie and is in their own movie should be. Now, exception being like um, Gran Torino with uh, Eastwood. You know, he's supposed to be the main character in his movie. And, okay, he's got to have a bigger part in all of it. But it's, it's just, you know, you look at other people who put themselves in their own movies. And, like, Taika in, Taika in Free Guy. I completely completely understand why that would annoy the crap out of you because i didn't like his character either i thought if there had been less taika if he had see if he'd been the nerd friend not the main bad guy i think i would have enjoyed him more yeah because it made no fucking sense no he was just being evil for the sake of being evil yeah so if you'd put someone who was you know put mark strong yeah, Mark Strong can be evil in anything he wants to yeah, be. But evil they were in. trying to be like, here's the gamer nerd evil guy. I was like, yeah. Well, then get Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, he'll do fucking fantastic. He'll do great. Yeah. But so back to <laughs> I give it. I give uh, the whole show overall seven out of ten. I give it. I give it a seven out of ten too. It's so if we're just going the last two episodes, like a nine. Out oh of 10. fuck yeah! If, if it was, I I can rewatch those last two episodes. All the time. I have to say, I think, and you can you can argue with me on this one if you want, but I think the 
actor with the most good lightsaber battles is Ewan McGregor. Oh, yeah. Like, episode one, amazing. Episode two, eh. Episode three, amazing. Episode, or the Obi-Wan series, amazing. Like, that is probably my Dude, favorite lightsaber battle. when he, went, when he went into his uh, pose with the two fingers, I was like, mm-hmm. fuck his, yeah. His stand three. Yeah. Or his, um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Third form. Yeah. I was like, Four do three. it, Obi. Do it, Obi. Yeah. And then when he went fucking OP with the uh, rocks and everything like that, I was like, man. I've never been this satisfied seeing Obi-Wan this OP. I would have loved if he'd been on top of the rocks as they were floating. Hennigan, I've got the high ground again. You son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) It's the first and only time you see in in live Vader actually use force lightning. (laughs) 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 Why'd you lose to him? You had the high ground. (laughs) I don't like the high ground. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but no, I I mean I think and it's it's I think anything about the story in the last episode got so overshadowed with that fight because the whole thing with Reva on Tatooine, I was just like after that high I of that fight, yeah, <laughs> I was just like I don't care, we know he's gonna live. The question is, are you gonna die? Are you gonna live? I I was just like I was like because when that happened, I was like. Oh yeah, I forgot. There's more story to this. Yeah, uh, I don't care. Can I just get more of that? It's like, oh hey, we're dropping her off on all run. Don't care. You you have. And I totally was just like, ah, come fucking on with the whole like, I can't do it. I need forgiveness. Uh, I'm like, you, you know what? I I think you are one of those characters that I really didn't like in the starting. I was like, okay, okay. Okay, she's very, very evil, but then she when when she pulls back that hard uh-huh. to be like, forgive me, and I'm like... Oh, when you were saying I need forgiveness, I thought you were talking about Obi-Wan talking to Anakin for a second. I was like, what are you on about that? No, that no, was, no, that no, was no, a Reva. really good moment. Yeah, no, Reva didn't earn it. And now, like, that doesn't mean... I mean, that'd be that'd be a slideshow I wouldn't mind watching necessarily. It would be I'm a actually Reva. good. I don't want that. You don't want a Reva? I don't want, I don't want a Reva show. I, I think it'd be weird if she becomes more of like a gray Jedi... And she tries to help some Jedi and defeat some of the Inquisitors. Now, the problem with the Inquisitors in general is all the stuff that happens in Rebels and stuff like that. Because between Rebels and... Um, I'm excited characters from uh, Rebels are showing that. Yeah. But between Rebels, because you've got Ahsoka's show. And Ahsoka had a lot to do with the Rebels in the later season. Um, still haven't watched it. Just know this. Um, you should. But no, the uh, <laughs> but the Inquisitors pretty much have like there's a hit list of when each of them die. Like yeah, unless you're going to introduce a bunch of new Inquisitors, which would kind of defeat the purpose. Do you know what I want? Give me the Knights of Ren because <laughs> they were so fucking wasted. And uh, remember how we're like the Knights of Ren? That's so metal. Like, I don't. What? I don't. I never actually had that thought to be. Completely oh really? Honest. I was like you. You I, were you were on about it because yeah. you 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 collected them for a while. Didn't yeah, you? and like, I was like I was like that. I was like the way they looked. And this and that, and then really wasted in the... Well, you know, introduced in the first one. Second one, nothing. Nothing at Then all. they're like, we're back! Hey, we're back to... Oh my god, we're dying to Kylo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or to Ben now. Because um, I need a hero! Yeah. Gosh, the entire... What was the best lightsaber duel in the sequel trilogy? I don't know if there even <sighs> was a good one. No, no. Kylo and Rey... And Last Jedi versus versus each other. Oh, that was that was a pretty like I the only that's the only good thing I can say about that movie. When did they lightsaber duel against each other in the Last Jedi? 
It's uh, after he uh, kills Snoke. No, that's versus. T- that's not versus each other. That is versus all of the Red Guard. Is it? See, I, I, because how that battle goes. Is, oh yeah, they battle the Red Guard, yeah. and then they're like, he's like, join me, and then they have the fight over the lightsaber. lightsaber but that's yeah. force. That's not okay, using yeah, the no. lightsaber. There was, there was no, no lightsaber right. to lightsaber duel. You know what's funny is last year I've only seen it two and a half times. I've seen it once. Yeah, <laughs> I I went through a Star Wars rewatch and I made it to uh, like watching everything, made it to Rogue One and went. I don't care anymore. I actually saw, no. it, saw, saw it. Saw it with you. Is Solo before Rogue One? So it was after Rogue One. Okay. Oh, no, before. It's before. Whatever one of those Wait, two man, came you first. Wait, release-wise? No, no, no. I know it came out after, continuity-wise. That came before Rogue One. Yeah, it's it? before Rogue One. So, yeah, Rogue. I didn't make it past. I made it through the, the prequel, or the, yeah, the uh, prequel trilogy, and then Solo. And I was like, nope. Nope, I'm good. And back to Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, <laughs> seven out of ten. Yeah, we both, I mean, we both set our sevens. I was just saying that that lightsaber in that duel made me rethink all the lightsaber duels in Star Wars mm. and it really got me thinking that the thing that another thing that the uh, the sequel trilogy really kind of failed at was lightsaber duels like that's we, we would not say that about the prequel trilogy for all of the weird feelings of the prequel trilogy even Yoda had a fucking badass moment yeah which is really weird if you think about it in the big scope of things but it was really awesome and how we went limp afterwards yeah. 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 because well, each movie well no uh, the first and third movie he has that or, or the second and third movie, when he fights Dooku, and then when he fights Sidious, you're like, why can't you be like this all the time? Why do you need a cane? I pull my hip every time. <laughs> <laughs> hip dislocated 360 <laughs> degrees. Looks straight it does, but is not. <laughs> Pulls up his pants like, oh! Oh, jeez! <laughs> yeah. All right, y'all. Well, um, after this car rolls by, uh... Let us know what you think of Obi-Wan Kenobi's uh, part five, part six. Uh, drop your comments below. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. If you have anything to say about what we were saying, too, any comments about, you know, all the other tangents we want, feel free to leave those, too. Yeah. Love it or hate it. Uh, we're getting more Star Wars uh, in the future. Uh, but after that, you're going to like and subscribe. You're going to share with your grandma. Share with your grandpa. Share with the bum down at Walmart. I am KB the Sexy Ninja. And I'm Doug. Welcome to the Wicked Shit. Oh, yeah.